Welcome back to the John Katz Matidis Cats at Night Show. Again, we got Tony Carbonetti, Congresswoman Nicole Meliotakis, Judge Weinberg, of course, John Katz Matidis, and myself, Lydia Serrani, on the line with us right now. We have the founder and publisher of The Real Deal, Amir Karanji. Welcome to Cats at Night, Amir. Hi, how are you? Thanks for having me. Amir, the, the real deal has become the Bible of what's going on in the real estate industry. And, and uh, how long ago did you found it? I founded it 20 years ago, but if that's if it makes if it's the Bible, does that make me uh, Moses or you know one of those guys? But uh, I, we I founded it 20 years ago because there was really nothing in the market that covered uh, real estate the way I wanted to cover it, and it's just really taken off from there. And I'm, we're very proud of it, and we, we're continually growing. And right now, believe it or not, we're in six markets, and we're in New York City, obviously, where we started, and South Florida, and Chicago, and L.A., and San Francisco. And I'm actually in Dallas right now because Texas is our next market that we're growing into. And I hear sometimes you do the Hamptons, too. Uh, yeah, we cover the Hamptons in the summer. You know, we go where our readers are. So, you know, initially, when uh, my guys were like, we have to go down to Miami. It's the sixth borough of New York. And I was like, no, I'm really comfortable in New York. We still have a lot of work to do in New York. But we went down to Miami, and believe it or not, a lot of days we get more traffic from South Florida than we get from New York in some cases. And, we, you know, we get over 200,000 visitors to our site every day. Before, Amir, before I give you <clears throat> the bad news, tell us your view of what's going on in New York real estate. Is New York coming New York- back? Are the office buildings coming back? What's going on? Yeah, well, the office market is, you know, remains in trouble. Like leasing volume is down in the second quarter again. You know, vacancy rates in Manhattan, they say it's at 18%, but that's for the, you know, the triple class A stuff. I really believe that if you include the class B, class C stuff, it's, you know, it's much worse than that. And I think that there's a real fear among landlords, and it's it's legitimate because, uh, you know, leasing brokers will tell you that they don't expect the recovery to be uh, uh, to go back to the pre-pandemic era, so it's um, it, it's a scary time for big commercial landlords uh, right now. Well, uh, the bad news from my end, I met with, and I won't mention the name of the bank, uh, one of the top four banks in the city today. And you ready for this, Samir? Uh, not only they said the Fed has come down on them, and the fact is they want more. Uh, they, they need more capital uh, to support real estate loans. And there's a lot of major banks turning off real estate loans. So well, that's, that's been out there for, that's been out there since the interest rates started going up and all the uncertainty happened in the market. But this is, you, no, it goes beyond that. It. This is the Fed giving the order. You know how we right. talked about the SEC has come down on, on the banks. About the environmental uh, energy, supporting energy companies. The, yes, and, and yeah. they come down on that, and now the uh, the Fed has come down on them to uh, reduce the what do you call it, the differential of how much of their capital they need to support real estate loans. I'm surprised the Fed would even get involved with that at that level. They're involved. <laughs> Well, that's uh, that's pretty surprising. I mean, I feel like the banks will do whatever they want to do. I have 
heard that like even well-known developers are not able to get loans right now. But look, John, you just got a record loan for uh, for Southern Brooklyn ever for you know 160 million dollars, 154 million dollars, whatever it was. Uh, that's not so bad. I, I mean, uh, making here, exactly million, right. you know. Uh, but uh, but you got to remember, I'm a CEO for 52 uh, years. I've never had a bad loan. Yeah, look, also, those banks work for you. Like, you know, not everybody has the, the position that you do. But, look, if you have the backing that you do, that you have, if you have the support that you do, they still do it. Like, for, for the Larry Silversteins, for the John Katz of the world, the banks are still lending. But, you know, for, the, for a lot of legitimate developers, uh, you know, other people who are legitimate developers or at least consider themselves to be legitimate developers, they're not able to get loans on uh, on the projects that are like you know ha- halfway baked which is terrible and puts them in a horrible position and, and also really and either. also uh, uh new housing starts are in deep crap yeah i mean it, it, there there was this uh, great story the other day that like it's the the way to fix housing the, the the low housing situation is to build housing during times when nobody wants to buy housing but then it's like a catch 22 nobody wants to build when the market is down and, uh, you know, and at the same time, we, ha- we don't have enough housing for everybody. But I guess it really depends on who you are and what kind of property you're looking for. Like, I'm in Texas right now. Some of these markets have been growing at such a crazy pace. And all I hear is, like, all the new people who are coming to town, to Texas, are from, uh, you know, from New York. They're from Chicago. They're from L.A. What part of Texas and- are you in? I'm in Dallas right now, but the surrounding area of uh, Dallas, like Frisco and Plano and these places, like Frisco, for example, it's a city that was you know, 6,000 people in the 1980s, and now it's 235,000 people. And uh, it, the pace that they're growing at, it's insane because it, it, they create these environments where they don't have to deal with uh, the issues that the city of Dallas actually has to uh, deal with. So you have all these sort of uh, – you know, people who are social, uh, uh, liberally social and then conservative in the things that they want to be conservative in, uh, in. and they create these cities for themselves, and they they love it, and they, they have everything they need. There's offices there. There is, uh, you know, retail, hotels. They have their own stadium for stuff. It's uh, incredible, and they create these uh, little, uh, little towns and little cities for themselves right outside of Dallas, and they're growing at a very rapid pace. Well, Amir, we got a minute left. Anything else you want to tell uh, all New Yorkers or all Amer- the American people about real estate? I, one thing is that 421A for New York, it's a property tax break for apartment developers. And, you know, housing in New York is a major, major issue. And it's just not possible to, uh, you know, build housing and incentivize developers to build without 421A. And that's something that should be on people's, you know, front of mind for people when they're thinking about who they're voting for and what they want from their city officials. And the laws that New York, Congresswoman Mayorkas, the laws that New York put in place also, as it relates to housing, have been terrible. And you hear from landlords, both small landlords that own, let's say, a a, a three apartment home. That stuff is causing major tax bases to leave the city, unfortunately, because now you have all of these investors. I talked to uh, you know uh, investors here in uh, Texas. And they're like, we're getting stupid money from people from New York who are like, you know, major landlords in New York who are taking their money and investing it in Texas because it's free and clear here. You could pretty much do whatever you want. But they just incentivized for landlords to reinvest in their own properties to give people the quality of life that they deserve. Uh, they are basically being penalized, landlords. Look at the look at the well, tenant. And Bill O'Reilly just spoke about the quality of life in New York. If they don't, if they don't uh, take care of the bail law. 
and make New York City safe again, we're going to eventually be in trouble. Yeah, and look, there's there's fifty thousand apart at least. That's what's known. There's fifty thousand apartments that are known that are off the market right now. That's what's causing the rents to shoot up this way because landlords are like, I'm not going to rent to a bad tenant. I'd rather have the thing sit empty until the laws change, until the rents get so crazy that like people are like, well, we got to we got to incentivize the landlords now. I have so landlords. I have landlords in my district in Staten Island where they're renting, let's say, a basement apartment, and they're not being paid. They're going to foreclose on their mortgage. You're going to lose their home because of the laws that put people who – the bad actors that don't want to pay their rent you can't ahead of those them. hardworking people who are just trying to – The congresswoman is absolutely correct. You can't evict these people, and the courts are jammed up. They're backed up because of COVID. There's not enough housing court judges. So the small landlords are the ones that are suffering the most. The, uh, yeah, the well, landlords are regular people, too. So that when you say landlords in New York, you're talking about a guy with a top hat and a monocle. That's not the case. Most landlords are small family landlords. They're like three families. Some guy who lives on the top floor, the bottom floor, and exactly. rents on the two units. Those That's are the people most of the landlords. that are hurt. And those are the people who have... Yeah, because the big landlords, they're going to be okay. You know, they have enough stuff, a lot of, you know, for, for the most part, they're going to be okay. But, they, you know, they have enough stuff that they could, uh, you know, go out there and make things happen. But the small landlords are the ones who suffer the most. Well, thank you, Amir Karanji, the publisher and founder of the Bible, the real estate industry, the real deal. Thank you so much for coming on. Thanks, John. Take care. We'll catch up again soon.